this episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Discover all of our shows at slashandcast.network. Welcome to the Conjecture and a Horrors podcast. With me is Laura. Hello. And Craig. Hello. <laughs> we got Hello. To do it. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm your host, Rob. <laughs> wow. Was that planned, Laura? Did you plan that, Laura? That just came out. It just came out. <laughs> it just came out like that. It was a pretty good attempt at an Irish accent. Is that what like, that was? You like? were 15% of the way there. No, oh, I was trying to do a, a, a British accent. British. All right. <laughs> Bit more into the Irish realm. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Hello. Oh, that's Hello. funny. That's, that's funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's Valentine's Day, guys. It's Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. I guess pretty much Valentine's week. I guess this episode is dropping Friday, uh, right before Valentine's Day, Valentine's weekend. I guess you would call it. Uh, hence the shirt I am wearing. Very wore this, nice. Wore this to my watch party for the movie we were going to talk about this week. I tried to sell it as much as I can uh, as a love story. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god at certain points i no had to like you. at certain points i had to take off the shirt and not wear it and then i can put the shirt back on later on but yeah 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 uh let's see here where we got going right here uh let's see uh we're, of course we're recording from the gold room from the gold room again uh where we always record at how you guys doing how's everybody doing tonight fantastic great i don't think a zombie would make it up to the overlook hotel much less no. the gold room so hmm. i feel 150 oh. percent safe here that's yeah. true we got, we got all that snow and shit up in the mountains and yeah that's probably true I mean, we have to deal with the ghosts here. That's about it, you know. But but <laughs> well, zombies were fine. But that's, that's it. it. Okay. Yeah. Can you imagine a ghost? This. Can you imagine a ghost zombie though? Oof. A ghost? Is that like a, a ghost? Is that a thing? I don't feel like it's I don't thing. know, but it needs to be. How would that work? <laughs> what do they eat? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they eat other ghosts, of course. Oh, they. Eat other oh, ghosts? Well, then yeah. fuck that. Whatever. It's like even Uh-oh. the ghosts mm. would be scared to get like infected mm. by them. Is what mm. I'm saying. Interesting. Would you rather okay. take a? Would you rather take like you're stuck in a room, Laura? Would you rather take a ghost with you stuck in the room or a zombie stuck with you? A ghost. A ghost with you? Yeah. What if it's one of the ghosts from Thirteen Ghosts with the cage on his head and shit? <laughs> the nah, it's, not, it's not Casper, Laura. It's not Casper. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we weren't <laughs> specifying what kind of ghost. So, uh... Yeah, it's not one of your buddies. Sorry. Do hmm. I have a weapon? No, you got nothing. You're trapped in there. Shit. Well, probably <laughs> both. With, with the impossible scenarios. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> you have nothing with you. That's it. No. Uh, okay. All right. It's, it's a hard answer. It's a hard answer. Maybe yeah. we'll, we'll circle back later. We'll circle back. We'll uh, circle back. <laughs> um, it's a very important meeting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so speaking of zombies, why we're talking about this shit, uh, we're doing uh, 28 Days Later this week. This is the movie we're reviewing. We're going to talk about. We did our watch party. Uh, how was the watch party, guys? Did you guys have fun? So much fun. Oh, man. So much great. fun with everybody. I mean, for being a for being a completely depressing and, and dismal movie about very heavy subject matter, and just the way that it played out, I mean, <laughs> props to everybody in there for keeping as much of it as lively and fun as possible. Yeah. So thank you, guys. Agree. Very true, very true. Way more jokes than I thought. I think at one point... I said, like, okay, I'm going to not make jokes right now because we're in a pretty fucked up part. And then somebody was like, boring. And I was like, oh, okay. Right, yeah. Make jokes. 
they pulled the weight. They pulled the weight yeah, for you. Yeah. I, I'm so I'm so proud of that group. So proud, I, I'm so still I'm still laughing at the multiple puns of I mean kill it killing I can't even say it killing killing it Killian Murphy Killian Murphy but someone was using it just to replace killing the word it. killing multiple times. I didn't I never not laughed at that. That was great. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, if you're not, if you haven't joined one of our watch parties, uh, it's through Stream Lounge. Uh, you can check it out streamlounge.io uh, online. That's where you can check it out, and we do it every other Saturday at 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Uh, I guess we got our next one coming up, uh, Lady in the Water. So that'll be fun, yeah. right, Laura? You're yeah. excited for that? No, no. Okay. Actually, I am because it's going to be so much fun. But to yeah. watch the movie, not really. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Uh, why don't you guys describe? Are you guys wearing something tonight for this episode? What, what do you guys got going on? What do you got going on, Laura? Yeah, I'm wearing scrubs. Mm, okay. I am killing it, obviously. <laughs> we're, I can't we're ta- say that. We're taking oh. it. We're taking it now. It's ours. We're taking it. And uh, look, I've got my little bag that he walks out of the oh, hospital yeah. with. And nice. inside, because I am not Team Pepsi, I've got a Coke. <laughs> nice. A lot of Pepsi in this movie. Coke. Definitely hashtag Coke. That's the yeah. team I'm on. Hashtag Coke. How about okay. Coca-Cola? Yeah, the yeah. Hashtag Coke might lead you somewhere else. It's a different rabbit hole. It didn't specify. <laughs> different rabbit, different hole. Yeah, good, you know? <laughs> you do some Coke, man. You get into some holes, tell you that much. Uh, Greg, what about, what about you, Greg? What are you wearing? What do you got going on, Greg? <laughs> I'm sort of dressed as Selena or, you know, basically a generic uh, zombie apocalypse person. I've got, like, my thick coat. I have my scarf to protect my neck area. I've got my beanie to, you know, make it so that you can't see me at night. My uh, sort of gas masky mask here. <laughs> my goggles to make sure that blood splatter doesn't get into my oh, eyes and yes. infect me. And most importantly, okay, I'm sorry, I don't own a machete. I'm not uh, scary <laughs> like that, but I do own a blade. Oh. So this is I happen. mean, that's up yeah, that's, there. Yeah, that's is not it? scary. Yeah, that's not yeah. scary. Yeah, that's normal, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. I like it. I like it. Greg, Greg went all out. Uh, yeah, I mean, if anybody wants to see what we're wearing visually, you got to check out the Patreon uh, at the Slashing Cast uh, Network. Uh, it's patreon.com slash SNC Network. That's where we have our videos posted of all our episodes. Uh, so you can see my hearts and Laura's scrubs and her bag of garbage and fucking <laughs> Greg's, <laughs> Greg's, Greg's fucking samurai uh, sword that he's probably murdered somebody with. Uh, so. <laughs> Only zombies, Rob. Only, Only zombies? zombies? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's quite, yeah, that's it's quite okay. true. Uh, let's see here. What do we got going on now? Uh, Greg, this is your movie pick. This is twenty, right? Your movie pick. Why did you pick this movie for Valentine's weekend? Uh, why did you Why did you pick it, Greg? Uh, well, I can't answer that. I <laughs> Why did I pick it for Valentine's Day? That's such a loaded question. I picked it. Okay, well, first of all, uh, you know, you guys have chosen your, your favorite horror movies, um, and we've reviewed them. So I would say 20 Days Later is... You know, one of my favorite, if not my favorite horror movie, like pure, like horror movie. Um, I, you know, this is like before The Walking Dead came out, before World War Z. Uh, you know, I, and I think, so I started getting into like horror, like in the sixth, seventh grade. That's kind of when I sort of like see it happening. And there really weren't that many zombie movies. Like I feel like the nineties was completely devoid of zombie movies. There's probably one or two, but no one even knows about them. Everyone knows about, the George Romero uh, trilogy, right? Which is in the, in the 80s. And then it's like 28 days later. And then basically from then on, there's a new zombie movie every other year or whatever. Um, so this, I feel, got me at the right time in my life. Like, I I kind of fell in love with the zombie genre with the Resident Evil video game series. Mm, and yeah. 
this kind of hit around like after the second one came out and just the idea of the you know the zombie story the zombie trope i just i fell in love with the survivalist horror uh such a fantastic story device to explore and this movie my dad took me uh, to go see it at the theater and it just floored me i thought it was amazing so it really has just stuck in my mind as one of the most unique um and one of my favorite movies of all time. So I thought, you know what? We had to do it. There's 28 days in February. There's lots of love, lots of uh, beating hearts in this movie, uh, like Valentine. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we had to right. review it. Because how old did you say uh, you were when you saw it in the theater with your dad? When it, yeah, when it came out. So in 2002, I was like 18. Oh, okay. All right, all right. I was going to say, like, I thought you said 14. I was like, fuck, you weren't, like, scared watching this shit? Yeah. Oh, I was, even as, like, a eld, you know, an older teenager, I was terrified. Because this was the first time you guys know that zombies were fast i mean i think they say in in dawn of the dead there were maybe some fast zombies but i think they were just kind of fastly shuffling i don't remember like running zombies that had athletic capabilities to leap over Mm. stock you know stacks of shopping carts so this was like the first time and it just it freaked me out but then at the same time it like i said it kicked off my love for the horror you know the uh rather the zombie uh subgenre right um, I've like played all the Resident Evil games since then. I've watched all the new Dawn of the Dead movies. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Last of Us, uh, that that video game series. So it's so fantastic, and I think it started with this movie. Nice. I, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you uh, after seeing this in the theater with your dad. Was this right after after watching this? Was that when your dad scared you in the hallway by chasing you? <laughs> like oh, a zombie? No. <laughs> that seems now, like it'd be a zombie. Now that I think of it, he probably drew direct inspiration from this movie. Yeah, he was yeah. he was infected for that split second. <laughs> He put like ketchup in his eyes, and was chasing you down the hall. And shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he caused some serious rage when he did that to me. Oh, I love that you call that back every now and then. Like, I oh. always, I always remember that. I have a visual in my mind of it happening. In my mind. It's like I'm there, like I'm watching and laughing. It was so you. funny. Maybe it was, it, you. it was maybe me. Yeah, we got like a looper <laughs> situation going on right now where I'm traveling back somehow and doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. Speaking of range, let's uh, let's let's talk about reveal. I guess what we were drinking at our watch party. What we're drinking tonight. Uh, let me get the drop going here. What's in the cups? All right, Laura. So what are we? What were we drinking? We are drinking the rage. And uh, oh my god, this was a ju- this was a huge hit. But I will say, so what we did was we put muddled raspberries in this drink to make it look like guts and. Hopefully no one really noticed. Uh, the effect was wonderful, but I was like swallowing them and choking <laughs> on them a lot during the watch party. <laughs> and we're on video and I'm just like, <laughs> nobody sees me right now. You know you're on video right now. Redoing it. Redoing it. Okay. So yes. <laughs> now they're going to get the enhanced choice. version. Oh, that's okay, my right. choice. Okay. Um, so this drink is delicious to make it at home um you do some pomegranate juice orange juice a splash of ginger ale vodka and then the muddled raspberries i mean it it looks pretty dope yeah it it does literally look like brains or guts guts. and shit yeah Mm -hmm. by the time you get to the bottom the raspberries have the uh have the vodka soaked in them and it's so good yeah nice great choice great choice large very tasty very tasty uh, let's see. Let's do some show news uh, updates real fast. We also remind everybody our website domain name just this kind of got changed recently. Theconjecturing.com. So go, ch- go check out our website if you haven't. We have a lot of cool stuff on there. We got the old uh, drink movie pairings we've been doing in the past and shit. Laura has like 30 of them up there that she's done cool pairings, uh, cool cocktails with. 
Uh, we also have video clips from recent episodes. I've been, me and Greg have been working on that. Greg usually does a video clip, video clip a week. I do a video clip. So every episode since the start of season three has two video clips. It's like a little preview. You nice. can check out those videos. And then also it has a, just a couple like behind the scenes shit from over the years we've done, mostly just scaring each other apparently. That's kind of what we did in the past. So there's a couple cool little videos over there. Um, and we also have like our about page of like, you know, why we started this podcast and the journey, uh, how we did it and everything. Laura wrote this whole like manifesto uh, <laughs> document about it. It's very good, Laura. It's very good. I-, I like it. You know, do you remember? It's been a while since you revisited that, Laura. It's still good? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the truth. So yeah, that's true. It it's doesn't not change. Like I made it up. <laughs> it doesn't change. <laughs> it really <laughs> happened. I guess that's true. That's true. It's not like it's fake or anything like that. That's yeah. true. I-, I thought maybe you would want to like update something. You keep bashing on M. Night. So much. I thought maybe you'd want to try to like say it's a different movie we actually started with. Uh, no, you gotta gotta keep gotta it real. Keep I know. Yeah. So you're so angry at me from choosing uh, next next our next movie. We're gonna do a stream lounge. We're gonna do it. It's we're doing Lady in the Water, like we said. It's because of M Night. We have to keep doing it. It's our anniversary episode. So as much as like you're angry about it, Laura, like it, it's the norm. It's just who we are, right? It's in the about page. But there are so many other decent M. Night movies we haven't done yet. Yes, Why but, didn't we pick that for our but, anniversary? But we started with Garbage M. Night. We have to keep going with Garbage M. Night. I actually think Lady in the Water is worse than The Visit. Oh, my goodness. Really? Wow. Okay. Well, we'll find out. Yikes. We'll find out in a couple of weeks. We'll, we'll see what's going on with that. Uh, so what else here? Uh, where are we at here? Blah, blah. Uh, Patreon. Like we said, we already talked about Patreon. The videos. Check it out. If you haven't signed up already, it's really cool. There's a bunch of other stuff on there, not just us. There's a bunch of stuff from like We Became, uh, We Came From Beneath the Sea, guys. They have a couple uh, episodes on their video. The Slash uh, the slash and Cast guys, Riley and them, have their exclusive stuff on there. Some audio, audio first episodes are on there, I believe. A lot of cool stuff on there you can sign up for. It's like 3 and $5 are the tiers. We already said, you know, don't eat a hamburger, don't drink a coffee. You know, you can go sign up there for that shit. Um, what else? Uh, and then just, yeah, lastly, just support us. You know, support us directly. Uh, we said we're not really doing ads this season, this year, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we're just saying support us, you know, whether it's buying some of our merch, you know, tipping us on Twitter, Stream Lounge, uh, buy us a coffee. All these are in our show links. Uh, they're all in the show notes of our podcast. You can check out there if you don't know where to go to do them. Uh, I know we have some new merch possibly coming out soon. I spent like oh, yeah. very soon a crazy yeah. day where I just had like all these ideas and did a bunch of different designs. And so we got like 10 maybe new stuff coming out. I don't know if we're going to yeah. space them out. I don't know what Laura's and hand- Laura handles that or whatever she wants. No, to do. I'm going to drop it all. You're She's dropping all of them like at once. Bomb. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You're, gonna have a batch. you're dropping yeah. that, dropping that big old dick at once, just flopping it out. <laughs> Fucking, that's right. There we go. Roll okay. it on out. Roll it on out. All right. Okay. <laughs> You can check out that, uh, like I said, tpublic.com slash pod is where the merch is at. You can check that out over there. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. So, uh, so I think, yeah, let's, uh, let's, before we get into more of the review, actually, let's do our, ho- our horror question of the week. This is from Laura. Mm. Right, Laura, you came up with this one. Let me do the drop roll first. <laughs> okay, Laura, what's, uh, what's the horror question this week? Okay, so before I give you guys the question, I have to say that you need to think very obscurely. I don't want something that's a common answer, okay? I want you to really think of something that might be unique to you that maybe even is a little embarrassing, all right? I know my answer is very embarrassing. Anyway, all right, the question is, in your world, what would be the cause of the rage outbreak if not a virus? 
I think I need help explaining what okay. you mean, actually. All, all right. right. So an I'll, example is... Like there's a pandemic? No. An okay. example like would be... <laughs> oh, you're wrong. An example would be road rage. Let's say you get really bad road rage. That would be kind of your funny answer. Like, well, actually, this would cause the rage outbreak. Because I have so much rage when I drive. Okay, you mean... So, so we need to come up with something that makes us angry. Yeah. What makes us angry? And it needs mm-hmm. to be, as you said, something funny. Something but just... it's something where you're like, I actually feel rage when I shouldn't. Hmm. <laughs> well, you guys, you guys already know mine. Mine's just uh, mine's already given, so I don't even have to answer. No, you have to answer. Okay. Well, it's it's condiment rage. Okay. So <laughs> what's happening? Wait, wait, wait a second. Now. Co- condom I'm, rage. Condom condiment. Oh. Condiment oh, rage. Oh, 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 condom rage is, is completely. That, well, there's a rage yeah. with that too. Don't, don't take don't, my answer, Greg. Don't take my. Yeah, answer. that's a that's a different type of rage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. Hear me out, though. Okay, it's it's 2022. Uh, you know the <laughs> pandemic is in full swing, and they decide that uh, condiments can no longer be given out because uh, you know the workers handle them. It's it's spreading COVID, so we have to get rid of condiments. This would generate amazing amounts of rage. I hate when I ask for ketchup and I don't get it, or I ask for sweet and sour sauce and I don't get it. What good is a chicken nugget without the sweet and sour sauce? They come, comes. They, they come together, guys. Like if if you don't put it in the bag, you're gonna make a raging monkey zombie out of me. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like in my world, you know, I feel like you know during COVID, come on, like let's be real, fast food has been slacking. Like half the items that I get aren't aren't in the bag. Half the condiments aren't in the bag. So, like, this is a real <laughs> pandemic for me, I, I swear. Um, yeah, and this would definitely cause people's eyes to uh, turn red, you know, blood to shoot out of their mouth and just become ravenous uh, zombies. So that's what you care about. You don't care if, like, the guy in the Taco Bell drive thru is wearing a mask at all, but you're, like, as long as he gives you your fucking hot sauce and shit. No, the condiments, man. It's all about the condiments. Yeah. People think it's that they're just... It's all about the condiments, baby. It's all about the condiments, baby. <laughs> People think that they're icing on the cake. No, 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 no. The condiments are the cake. Imagine what we would do without ranch in this world. Oh, I don't know. It's Come true. on. Okay. Is that a good answer, Laura? That was a good answer? That's a great answer. It's a great answer? It's the, no, it's the first answer I thought of when I thought of this question because mm-hmm. I had heard this story. I wasn't actually there, and I'm going to tell it as if I were, but I heard this story once about Greg... Uh, pulling out of a drive-thru. Pulling out condoms? Oh, okay. Pulling out, right? (laughs) And realizing there were no condiments in his bag and apparently made an extremely unsafe, illegal U-turn in a two-way street. (laughs) That's an immediate illegal U-turn. Screeching wheels to go back and demand the condiments. Let me tell you, here's the thing is, you've never felt so empowered in your life when you go back for condiments that they promised you and didn't <laughs> deliver on. You go through, you walk, you know, drive up to that first speaker and they, and they think you're a new visitor. Hi, can I help you? I'll be right there. Oh, that's all you say. Wow. I'll be oh. right there. You drive up to the window and then you get your condiments and you know, you don't pay anything. And usually they'll throw in like some cinnamon twist or some kind of extra treat. So yeah. Which kind they of, spit on probably. Dang. Probably. You know something, Greg, you, you in that moment right now when you just did that little like, you, you flash back to that moment and you were like, I'll be right there. That was the most manly I've ever seen you. You were like, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see, man, when the rage comes out. I gotta say, man, you know, got my heart fluttering, dude. It was, it was, it was nice, dude, you know. Uh, Came killing Murphy there. I know, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, man, I don't know for me, like this is this is a tough one to me thinking about. The only thing that came to my mind uh would be we've been doing this podcast coming up on our anniversary. It's been like this is three years, Laura, right? Technically. Well our 
two year anniversary, but we're going into year three. Yeah, right? technically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and one of our hosts continuously presses the mute button on his fucking mic <laughs> when he fucking needs to cough. And I've told him it for. Two, and I've done three, it like I've already done it like three times yeah, this episode. We, we've been doing this for fucking so long. I've told him a million times. Like, just use the space bar, and he will not do it. And it makes a clicking noise, and I have to go back and take it out in the audio. And it's so frustrating. And every time I'm like, God damn it. We, we need to get a vote. We need to get a vote from the listeners. Can you, if you guys can hear this noise, yeah. then, you're, then your rage is justified. If you can't hear it, write a strongly worded letter to Rob. Oh, yeah. You okay. the fuck out. Okay, I heard right. it. So that oh, I heard it. You? Oh, I'm done for. I'm done for. So that'll be the one I don't edit out. Then I'll leave that one in. I'll leave that one <laughs> yeah. in. Finally, yeah. Um, yeah. But that's that's the only thing I could think nice. of that just came up top of my head. Wow. Uh, to get meta, that was very good. I know. That's <sighs> what about you, Laura? What do really you got? Good. Oh, this is really sad and embarrassing. But um, <laughs> uh, okay. So 2022, I have become addicted to TikTok, mm-hmm. as most people have probably. And this is very embarrassing, but I'm going to admit it. Um. I have found a, my way. You, you did a booty shake video. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you don't even know where this is going. Oh, all right. Well, I have found my way into the part of TikTok where they show videos of doctors or nurses, you know, removing ingrown hairs. Or... Oh, Laura. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Or... Oh. Earwax out of Laura, the no, Whoa. stop, 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 stop. Laura, I, I can't, you cannot describe any more things you've seen because already right now, I've, I swear to God, I'm like, what throw up? That would make me throw up like the zombies in this I'm movie. not, I'm not fucking joking. I'm getting like I a really, visual. Oh. I weirdly like it. I've always liked like that Dr. Pimple oh, shit. Laura, Laura, stop, <laughs> stop, stop saying the words. Just put, add another word in there, please. Oh my God. No. What has weirdly been bringing me so much rage lately is I'll be watching this video. What The videos are, what, three minutes now on TikTok? Max, yeah. And I'm invested, okay? <laughs> uh, they're removing the, the whatever from the whatever, mm-hmm, thank right? <sighs> thank you, thank you. And they're removing it, removing it. And I'm like, this is going well. They got so much out of there. It's going to be perfectly crystal <sighs> clear at the end, Laura. right? <laughs> Oh my god! The video <laughs> ends, and it's not all out. And I don't, I, I don't think know. Making why. it ambiguous is worse, Laura. Saying no, I want to see a perfectly cleared out eardrum. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see an eardrum at all. <laughs> and I don't know why, but I'm thinking you've just shot this three minute video and didn't even give us the satisfaction at the end. It like fills me with rage. I I literally have a good mm. hour where I can't function. I literally go into freeze mode right. at my work because I I am not satisfied. I have not gotten the ending that I feel that I deserved. Oh, okay. Of like a grotesque thing coming out of some orifice that shouldn't have grotesque things in it. Oh, you guys, I've cleared out my husband's ears before. You you have problems, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this and you're afraid to watch human centipede? That's way grosser than human centipede. It's poop and vomit and stomach. And you're talking about that. pus and wax and it's all disgusting. Wait, pus, I, but I, wax. I think wax I get it because okay. when during the watch He's party, Laura, Laura, you kept saying that you couldn't hear anybody during the watch party. Is it because you want oh, someone yeah. to do that to you? 
<laughs> do you do it yourself, Laura? Oh, you actually, I could easily be hard of hearing because I am one of those people that have used Q-tips in my ears for my whole life. Oh, yeah, that'll mess you up. Because my ears itch, and if it even itches a little bit, I am going to use a Q-tip. I'm sorry. I, I know. You, I know it's f- bad. Do you film it so then you can watch the video back? No, but I guarantee, but trust me, I've got one of those little cameras where you can see it on your phone. What? Yeah, the little device. And my ears are so fucking clean, you guys. They're so Laura, this is the thing is, I, I, you have a, such a strange relationship with sound. I think like, <laughs> this is why you have misophonia because your ears are too clean. You can hear every minutia in the sound. It's like, it's too good. You need to let the wax build up in there so you can't. Ew. No, no. I want the what wax to come out. Why are you saying ew? Like you watch these gross things happen. You right. Be like, because Yay. I want it to be clean at the end. <laughs> How do you not understand? You know, look, I, I will say, I will say this, Laura. Like, okay. So fault. as like the TikTok uh, person who's responsible for TikTok for our, our podcast, I'm on TikTok a lot. I will say I am so infuriated by the level of, it almost seems like trolling that some accounts do they'll create such a, a fantastically involved video that yeah. makes you invested in it yes so this is why you have to go straight to the comments to see what people are saying like mm. and usually that rage that that's filling you is filling other people too and uh. they'll say not worth it didn't see the end didn't see the eagle catch the fish and it. whatever it is all and the comments are really barf emojis and like why would i watch this am i disturbed who would watch this am i a freak like, that's what they're all going to say. Rob, <laughs> I'm concerned that you don't understand what's going to happen when you watch Human Centipede if you can't handle earwax. Oh, good point. Earwax? No. no Hoop down your throat. <laughs> let's, t- let's talk about that. That's, okay, a, well, that's a fair there's, point. There is a totally different thing. And I talked about this before. Of like, oh, it's totally different. No, 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 no. There's a different thing of a movie and real life. Like, I can watch movies of people punching each other in the face, and it doesn't really faze me. But if you see, like, a handheld footage on, on like, Twitter of, like, somebody getting clocked in the face when they don't know it, I, it, 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 it makes me feel bad. Makes you, yeah. But there's a difference you know it's because real? it's real yeah. and one's fake. Right. You're fucking watching the real thing. You're disgusting. The movie is fucking a movie. Wait, Rob, are you saying that you could watch a you could watch a Hollywood production of someone's earwax getting removed? That would be okay to you. I guess if it was in a horror movie, I wouldn't feel that gross. But I'm not fucking over there on it's TikTok a sequel to House of Wax. It's yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Something about it being real is fucking disgusting. You know. But it's if causing it's you rage. What, so what do you do when? Yeah, your you're son... causing me rage, Laura. You're, you're just your your grossness <laughs> is causing you, me rage. Wait, <laughs> Changing my answer. What do you do? What do you do when your son has like earwax blockage? Do you help him with that? Or oh uh, yeah, I mean I'll do stuff like that. I'll do it quickly, but I'm not trying to like look Are at you it like closely. gagging while you do it. Or no, like it's just like whatever. I'll do it quickly, but I'm not like you know on the verge of fucking whatever euphoria like you and shit. You know like, what? Watching okay. it. Laura, I think, let me, I'm trying to gauge you right here. You know what I think you would be interested in, which I'm, what? I do find interest and, and fascination <laughs> on TikTok is people like, uh, deep cleaning rugs and carpets. Have oh, you seen that? I Power have washing absolutely those? seen it. Those are it fantastic. Like, I knew it. It is. It feels so good. Okay. I knew it. it. Based on your like ear <laughs> thing, I, I totally get it. Okay. You guys are with weirdos. You guys are weirdos. I don't know what's happening today. <laughs> I told Rob, you. I'll send you the video. I'll send you the video. Don't send me that video. I don't give a fuck about that shit. I don't give a crap. Dude, if you saw some of the videos I watch, you would 
barf. You, you feel cleansed. Sure. Oh. I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. Well, We're causing rob rage. You're fucking <laughs> causing me something. Oh god. Ra- rage, vomit. There's so many things are happening inside me right now. Um. Yeah. Fucking send us an email, guys. Send us an email about Laura's fucking thing. Is this normal? Like, is is this? I don't. I have no idea. I've never heard of this. I guarantee disgusted. you that. Let's say out of like couples, there tends to be one person who is like, "I'll pop that pimple on your back, no problem." <laughs> you know, I guarantee uh, it. You know something? The earwax thing is like whatever. The the pimple thing is a whole nother like. <laughs> I okay. To be fair, uh, it's, it's to be fair, to be fair, yeah. I don't watch videos on that. I I don't. It's you fucking. Old... You're trying to cover your tracks and backtrack. And no, they're you're watching boils and shit. No, disgusting human. Oh my god. No. All right, whatever. Send us an email, everybody, if they're fucking disgusting like Laura. Conjecturingpod at Gmail. <laughs> Maybe I'll put up a Twitter poll. That'd be a good Send Twitter Laura poll. a video of uh, you removing your wax from your ears. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Twitter, no, if, show what? me a picture of your clean ass ear and eardrum. I will literally... <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking send you more merch, dude. I'll send you all the merch. <laughs> Congratulations god. on your clean ears. Oh my god, please god help us. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, at Conjecturingpod. TikTok, at Conjecturingpod. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> send Laura a voicemail of you cleaning your ears. She'll probably like it. You know, she'll probably like that ASMR and shit. You know, I do um, like ASMR. Yeah, she probably would. Yeah. Oh my god, let's get to this movie. God, I want to talk about fucking gross things in this movie. Get away from Laura's shit. Oh my goodness. Uh, so let's get to it. Twenty eight days later, let's get to the movie. It's time to rage it up. Uh, here's a little trailer. <laughs> Today in hospital, I wake up and I'm, I'm hallucinating. I've got some bad news. They're infected. Infected. Father. Infected with nuts. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. The blood. There's something in the blood. You never go anywhere alone unless you've got no choice. Hello? That's two. You only travel during daylight unless you've got no choice. This really is a bad idea. You know why? It's obviously a bad idea. We have to leave now. More will be coming. They always do. dead and you're gonna be next uh spoiler warning up front we're gonna talk about the movie in detail like i say we're doing 28 days later uh this was the 2002 uk release 2003 us release uh danny boyle directing of course from train spotting slumdog millionaire 127 hours i mean he has a bunch of really good really good movies he's done uh budget of this movie eight million dollars 
which I mean, if you look at the movie, you wouldn't think it's eight million dollars. Right. It's yeah. so like handheld Definitely camera not. and independent. But I mean, I think Greg shouted on the watch party. Like it costs like whatever, or maybe it was lower, three hundred thousand dollars for an explosion scene and shit. Yeah, the gas station oh, explosion. Yeah, yeah, it was like two hundred fifty thousand pounds, which is like, like maybe a third of a million dollars. Yeah, and dollars. I don't know like how much it costs to like shut down sections of fucking England. You know, I don't Dude, know how that works actually, know. but yeah, eight million dollars to make the movie. Uh, box office eighty five million dollars. So this made a Ooh. good good amount at the box nice. office. Uh, Lord, you got interesting facts. I do. So one of the facts that actually Greg mentioned during our watch party was that they they hired a lot of athletes to play the role of the zombies just because these zombies are really fast moving. But, you know, hiring athletes just makes them fucking lethal, like how fast they are and just like the high jumps they do jumping over shopping carts and cars. It was just it was really effective. So. I thought that was really crazy. Uh, a funny story that I was actually telling <laughs> these guys before we started recording. Uh, this movie, apparently, you know, the scene with the execution pit, the scene near the end of the movie, apparently the production crew forgot to clean it up. And so some lady Brilliant. was driving on a nearby road, saw it, freaked out, crashed her car, <laughs> and then called the police who then came to investigate it also did not know what was going on and then when it was explained to them that it was part of a, a movie they apparently interrogated the crew so <laughs> that's fucking crazy and then another thing that we did not really talk about at the watch party this movie has multiple endings oh, um, shit. Wow, i think a lot of them are probably on the dvd extras and one of them was just storyboarded but uh all of the other endings end with jim dying this really? was the oh, only one where he does not die. That's yeah. crazy because we'll get into the ending of like I said in the watch party. Like I kind of don't like the ending. I wish they would have cut it sooner. Yep. That's yeah. So out of all the endings, uh, one of them had him actually dying in the hospital from the beginning and all of this being a dream sequence. Okay. Well, I don't like that. I don't want that yeah. one. <laughs> uh, another one being pretty much, pretty much the same movie. But he is rushed to the hospital after the gunshot wound and then does die. Okay. I, uh, okay. And then this one is fucking crazy. I think this is the one that they just had a storyboard for. But apparently in this version, they do find a scientist who survived and does have a cure. And the scientist basically says, if you can give these people a full blood transfusion, they'll go back to normal. And Whoa. what happened was is hmm. that they had kept Frank alive, but they were Wait. just holding on to zombie Frank. Wait, who's Frank? Frank is the dad. Hannah's dad. Oh, they kept him alive? Yeah. What the kept fuck? Kept him alive. And then apparently come to find out that out of all of them, Jim is the only blood match. And he gives, he sacrifices himself to give Frank a full blood transfusion. Yeah, wow. There's no way that would work for two reasons. One, yeah. Frank is a huge <laughs> dude. I don't know if you've seen him in Troy or Braveheart. Huh. No one's containing that guy, especially right. as a zombie, where his strength in, you know magnifies by tenfold. Secondly... They established in the beginning of the movie, you've got 10 or 20 seconds, and then you're just, you're, you're killed because we can't risk. So it just, right. it, it wouldn't be congruent that they would even try to keep him alive, unfortunately. Yeah. Hmm. As sad as it was for Hannah, but yeah. yeah. Interesting though. That's it's crazy, interesting, like, if it's all about the blood, full blood transfusion brings that him back. Sense, it's right? kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's crazy. That, that's cool. That's super cool to hear about that. Um, let's see what we got. Uh, Laura, you want to do cast? Yeah, so the main cast is mostly just uh, Killian Murphy as Jim. We know him from Peaky Blinders. He's in Red Eye, which is another horror film. And A Quiet Place 2, most recently. I know Rob hasn't seen that. 
I haven't seen that. No, I haven't seen that one. I, I haven't I, seen the first one. Yeah. No, I know him from uh from Batman, from the Batman, Batman. Returns and yeah. shit like this. Oh yeah. I know him from that mostly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome. And then we also have uh, Naomi Harris as Selena, uh, Brendan Gleeson as Frank, and Megan Burns as Hannah. Which I I kind of recognized her, but I think maybe she just has one of those faces because when yeah. I went to do a search on her, yeah, it's like nothing. She hasn't done anything, and now she's like in a goth band, living her best life. Oh so. really? Oh shit! Nice, cool, yeah. cool, cool to her. Yeah, I know the no- the Naomi Harris one. I uh, shouted out in the watch party from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. She was in Pirates of the Caribbean, and then she was also in the new James Bond, the new James Bond movies that just came yeah. out with Daniel Craig and shit. She's Money Penny. Right. Um, she does not age. She looks exactly the same to the James Bond movie I just saw like a couple months ago. I was like, wow, you aged perfectly. And then uh, Brendan Gleeson, uh, fucking Harry Potter, Mad Eye Moody. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh shit. You know, we'll talk about what happens to his eye later on. You know? <laughs> how we got that Mad Eye. Yeah. How we, how we got that Mad Eye going, you know? <laughs> oh man. So let's see here. Um, yeah. Where do you guys want to start with this movie? I mean, Greg, this is your movie pick. Uh, where do you want to start? Do you want to just start with? like the opening or you want to talk about yeah i think you do because to me the opening is probably the most notable thing about this movie as much as there's so much going on this whole movie almost is just the the tone is set by the opening um you know we've seen a lot of zombie movies and shows over the years i think to me this might have been the first one where it it was the timing like so it's called 28 days later so it it was set 20 days 28 days after the uh what do you call it patient zero outbreak started right so it's very near post-apocalyptic, like the world has crumbled and society has crumbled, but nature really hasn't taken over yet. It's not like the George Romero movies where we're, they're sort of still in the panic of people trying to figure out what to do. It's like a month has passed by and what has happened. So, you know, London has been evacuated. And I think the coolest thing about the opening really is just the you spend literally 15 minutes, I think, something around that time, you know, behind... Killian Murphy's character, he wakes up in the middle of a hospital, and it's just fantastic. At least the way that I do it when I watch these movies, I place myself in that position, and I imagine myself waking up to that reality. If, you know, you have, uh, excuse me, Walking Dead fans listening to us, uh, you'll know that Walking Dead sort of took this idea a little bit from 28 Days Later. They adapted it to their own material, but seeing Killian Murphy go through the hospital go through the streets of London, empty streets, all these long, wide shots of him where the camera's there, you see him walk in, and he'll walk sort of a distance away. It's insane. I mean, the city truly feels abandoned. Yeah. And it's the most, it's the coolest thing about this movie, I think. Yeah. Um, so, and it's, again, it's very quiet. It's very ominous. It really feels post-apocalyptic. It's just great. Does it uh, does it make you, Greg, want to just start walking down the middle of your street and shit? <laughs> you know what's interesting is like, okay, have you guys ever driven on the freeway at like two in the morning and seen no cars? Oh, in it's sight? the best! It is the best. Isn't feeling. it crazy? The best. A nice it's clean like a, freeway. <laughs> there you it's go. like a it's like a popped pimple. It's done. <laughs> Fucking disgusting. It's you almost clean feel like and empty and clear. And oh. All yours. You feel like you could just swerve across lanes wherever you want. It's an amazing feeling, mm. and like honestly, it is sort of liberating. Like as scary as this movie is in the setup, watch walking him walk across that bridge. Like I was telling you guys in the watch party, we've been to we visited as tourists, of course, 
London and been across the the Westminster Bridge where the you know Big Ben clock tower is, and that place is just jam packed like vendors, people walking across. You can never imagine it looking the way that it does now. And like the first twenty minutes of this movie, there's these long shots, and I found myself subconsciously scanning for movement. Like you see him walking, he's a very small speck of blue. What's for blue green? He's in his uh. What do you call them? Hospital gown scrubs. attire. Yeah. It's just scrubs, yeah. But then at the same time, as he's walking through, I found myself looking in the background, looking for shadows, looking for movement, and there's nothing. There's nothing. It's so incredible how they did the the uh, the beginning of this movie. Yeah, I think we said at the watch party, like they fucking the the city like gave them like twenty to thirty minutes, like in five in the morning, and then at five in the evening they had like twenty or thirty minutes to like shut down the streets and shit like that. That's all they had to get these like deserted shots because you're talking about like the some of the biggest like transportation hubs in this yes. movie in that location where there's just so many people so the all those scenes they just they feel so fucking creepy so eerie um it reminded me i i'm sorry laura i've had to let you talk in a little bit but i wanted to talk to greg like it reminded me greg of that that um horror short you just sent us where the, that guy is wandering around that deserted building oh right the back what's it called back rooms or something Oh, the one I sent yeah. with the like oh, you robot. Oh, thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was you, Laura. Yeah, yeah, that one. It reminded me of that because it's just so yeah. like isolation. Like you're by yourself. Nothing is around you. Like you almost like don't know where to go. It reminded me of that like that feeling of like aloneness. You yeah. know, uh, it's a super cool fucking. What was it called, Laura or Greg? What was it called? That that short. I don't even remember. I think it was called The Back Rooms, I believe. Yeah. yeah. If anybody go check it out on YouTube, search it out. It's fucking creepy and weird and what the fuck is happening in it. But it, it reminded me of that, though. I'm sorry. And Laura, what about you? The opening and all the shit that goes on? I, I don't really have a lot to add to what Greg said, but I will say, as much as I, I love this movie and I think the movie is great all the way through, but the beginning is the best. It really is. I mean, the way it's set up, it's so, like, you said eerie and it's unsettling and it's quiet and the way it's shot and the empty streets i i just think it's a perfect opener it is it is it is a great fucking opening and it also helps to we said this in the watch party um that uh, the actual opening opening to the movie is like some people break it into like an animal oh yeah a, a, animal right. whatever you want to call it they're experimenting on apes and shit and that's how this virus gets exposed yeah um but the opening there's such a big like bloody kill from one of the apes that are fucking infected that to me it sets up like this like fucked up what can happen so when you go through these 20 minutes where there's nothing really happening like you've already established like oh shit like this could possibly happen so you're, you're not like because we talked about that in, i think it was the silence we saw the silence we saw which is a fucking horrible movie by stanley yes. tucci we shouldn't have fucking ever watched it but that movie <laughs> like they do the same thing. There's like 20 minutes of suspense of like what's going to happen. But without that opening fucking bloody gory thing that shows you what's the worst thing, it just doesn't fucking work. It yeah. needed that fucking opening to give yeah. you this like 20 minutes of like just craziness, you know? Um, but opening yeah. is fucking great. Opening is fucking great so in this good. movie. I was going to ask you guys like after he, he eventually wanders around, he goes to a church. Uh, that's the first place he goes, which I think a lot of people might go to a church first, you know, trying to find some type of faith or something but i was gonna ask you guys if you guys woke up in a fucking hospital and shit and you didn't know where to go like where would you guys go first what would be the first place you would go what do you think laura i mean at first i said grocery store because i know my ass is hungry and i also like i'm one of those people where 
I have to eat and drink every two hours. Like I get how important it is to survive. You need to like have a little snack or have some water or have a little pick me up. I don't know. But then these assholes called me out like, wouldn't you go see your family yeah, first? Like, oh, well, right. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he's in downtown. He's far away. I'm mm-hmm. sure if he's going to come upon a church, he's going to cross a grocery store too, right? I would yeah. think. So you're getting snacks first and family. I'm getting snacks, yeah. Snacks first. Okay, all right, all right. What about you, Greg? What would be like the first place you think you would buy search out? Yeah, say say your your home is out of the equation. You're 20 miles away from home. Yeah. Uh, for example, I'm actually looking so uh, the first thing I would do is say, okay, I'm in a post-apocalyptic nightmare. First thing I need to do is need, get need, equipped with a weapon. <laughs> I need a samurai sword. I knew you were going to say it. I need a yes. samurai sword. Where's the fucking like, you know nearest where dojo? Where's the I don't need dojo? water. Where's the nearest dojo? <laughs> <laughs> like a, like, okay, give me. For, okay, forget samurai sword. See, Nin- this is, ninja I, stars. Ninja stars. You know, one Greg's just a ninja. Greg's a ninja at this point. <laughs> He's just dressed in all black. <laughs> He has a mask on. He has those <laughs> those ninja sh- ninja shoes that are like curved the, in like a turtle, like a turtle oh foot. My God. Yeah, Greg's doing flips in the street. Oh, I want to <laughs> see that movie. I want to see Greg's movie, <laughs> Ninja I'd Apocalypse. Like, I, I'd pick up those cans of Pepsi and like link a chain between them and make like nunchucks. Oh shit! <laughs> oh man! I think we got something, man. After I'm done writing my my Thanksgiving horror mystery, I might do like a Ninja Apocalypse. That sounds Ninja-pocalypse. fucking awesome, actually. Ninja Apocalypse, yeah, B <laughs> horror movie. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right, man. So you just get a weapon. You get a weapon. That's what you're saying. 100%. There's no need to hydrate before you're even armed. So, yeah, mm-hmm. getting a weapon. Just, you know, keeps you alive. But, uh. <laughs> yeah, like, honestly, the, the, the bag of soda as a weapon was super cool. It almost acts like a, mm-hmm. I don't know what you yeah. would call it, like a some type of you know, bludgeoning oh, yeah. mm-hmm. mace or something. Yeah. 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 So maybe that's the mm-hmm. way to go. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, like, I think, like you said, I, I probably would go search out family first. But if you're saying like they're so far away that I probably wouldn't do it, I don't, yeah. I don't know where else you would really go. I mean, I don't think my first thought would be I need to get like a object to like kill somebody with. I don't think I would think that first right away. Um, I probably would be, I guess, kind of like Laura and fucking like pick up something to eat and shit, you know? Like, I mean, he's been in a coma for a month. Yeah, right? right? Well, that's true. He's probably, yeah, well, he was super hungry. Yeah, that's you know? true. thirsty. I mean, it would just suck. You wouldn't be able to get like a fucking burrito or a nacho or a yeah. burger, you know? You have to get like, I guess chips would be cool, but, you know, mm. it's been 28 <laughs> days. So everything's expired. <laughs> Can I change my answer? The first place I would go to is somewhere with condiments. <laughs> You just have like a bag of fucking sauce packets and barbecue sauce and shit. Yeah, you have like Greg you can't even eat meat. the store, and there's no one there to attend, and he just sees a pile of like little packs of condiments, and he's like, "This is my best life right now." Yeah, just putting it on chips. This is heaven. Oh uh, wow, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, let's see here. What do we want to get into next? Uh, do you guys want to talk about characters acting at all in this movie? Um, what, what do you think, Laura? I I thought everyone did a really good job. I there was some corny lines from the daughter i feel like she maybe wasn't She's as seasoned definitely the weakest link in yeah. this movie i thought everybody else is like really good yeah really uh, good. i mean yeah. as far as the main cast goes the military guys later on i mean they're just like kind of almost we would say extras at points um so like whatever yeah. but yeah the, the the girl little girl or whatever you want I mean, she's like maybe 16 or something like that i don't know yeah being kind of a main character yeah there's most her scenes kind of just feel so you know bland yeah you know I mean, when she's on Valium, I guess it makes sense. But 
Yeah, but, yeah. that actually kind of works. Yeah. yeah, for the rest of the parts, you know, it's kind of just like, oh, all right, I guess so, you know. Um, what about you, Greg, as far as acting goes? Yeah, I think it's, they all did such a great job. I think it's easy to call out Killing Murphy just because he's the central figure. But um, so I won't do that because he did such a phenomenal job all throughout the movie. But um, I actually like um, Naomi, what's her name again? Naomi Harris? Harris. Yeah. So I actually think that she did, the reason why she did such a great job in this movie is because she played a female badass, I think, the way that needs to be played. Like, she didn't waver the entire movie, right? And, yeah. you know, or let anyone right. sort of take away whatever power she had. And there were small moments, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but where she was sort of being tested to stop being or not be as aggressive or, mm. you know, um, cold as she was. And she didn't take it. Like, there was a moment where they were, where they met up with the, the dad and the daughter for the first time. And, um, uh, Jim says to her something like, look, I get it. I wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, sure. And he goes, no, I mean it. Thank you. He's trying to get like more attached and yeah. sentimental about it. And she goes, and I mean, sure. Yeah. Like, I love this line because it basically tells you that she's closing herself off to like emotional feelings. Even something simple as saying you're welcome. She could say that. But she, what what's happening is it does her survival no good to feel those things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, not to mention he may need to save her life next time. So she's, she's taking even small moments like that to be serious and cold and cut off. And she didn't really give like even toward the end where they kissed for a moment, she still split off because she didn't, re- you know, she realized she didn't, uh, she had no use for emotional attachments. Um, but of course, that changes when they're in a safe place and, you know, all that. But, uh, I thought her character was so great. She played it really, really well. And she was probably my favorite character in this movie. Yeah. Really? O- over great. the main, the main guy in this movie? Uh, I mean, yeah. In, in terms of, um, being consistent to who you are, I almost feel like she has a deeper, like, she had less exposure to, to show who her character was, right? Like Killian Murphy had so many opportunities for him to tell us who he was, you know, when he had to meet his, you know, see his parents dead at his house, uh, finding the, the note, you know, he got very emotional there going from sort of a scared guy to hardened, uh, yeah. you know, victim to almost like animalistic, like a zombie himself. You mm-hmm. see that full transformation, but he's also given all the opportunity to do that. Look, Selena isn't given as much opportunity, but she makes the most of it with the way that she portrays herself. So, yeah, I think she's number one for me. Yeah, I thought uh, everybody's really good in this movie. Uh, I really like Brendan Gleeson, a guy in this movie. I think I just like him. I like him in Mad Eye Moody. I like him in. I don't think I've ever. I I probably. I don't know if I've ever seen Troy shit. Now I think about it. I don't know. I'm not sure about that one. Uh, But uh, I really like him as an actor. I thought he was really good in this. He has like fatherly vibe about him through most of this movie and shit and and then of course you know when he fucking turns it's just like oh no oh. It's, it's really like heartbreaking you know that so uh, in, rough. in that moment even yeah. though he's just like you're almost not like you deserved it but you're just being a dumbass in the moment like come on dude you know um, what he does the have chances i mean what are the chances he's gonna oh, walk and yeah. get a tiny drop of blood in his eye I know we we talked about we talked about the whole watch party like none of the other blood splatter in this movie seems to matter to people yeah they don't get infected but like one drop goes on him and he fucking dies and shit you know which is kind of funny 
Um, let's see. What are we going to talk about next? Uh, do you guys want to talk about the dick? Want to talk about the dick uh, we see in this movie? Whoa! <laughs> There were a couple. Wait, there, there were, were a couple? couple? I thought well, no, there was one. Just one dick, right? Just yeah, one, right? one and then uh, one couple butts. very... Uh, couple butts. Couple butts. Yeah, a couple butts. butts. But it's all the same person. Well, there, Yeah, but there's zomb- little zombie boobs at the end. Little zombie boobs, I guess, later on, you know? Um, oh, all right. I actually think, like, so that, that opening shot where you see his <laughs> junk, right? <laughs> so he's nude in the hospital bed. <laughs> I think, right. so, uh, like, <laughs> sexual nature aside, I think that is a, one of my favorite shots Top five shot in this movie, and oh, here's okay. why Mine too. <laughs> for, uh, maybe for different reasons. Okay, all right. So just the way that he, the way that he's laying in the bed, it looks so awkward, right? It just looks like his body has spent the last month just settling and messing into this crevice of a bed. Like it's just, it's perfect. And if you were clothed, I think you know. Now that I think about it. Did the nurse take off his clothes and leave the IV in? Why, why was, was he, he naked? naked? Why was he naked? I have no idea. Why when, that's naked. a good point. The, the last guy to die at the hospital was the janitor and he was fiddling with him or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Yeah, why would he, he be naked? He really dress. You know, maybe someone needed some clothes and they took his clothes off. I don't yeah, know. That's a lot what of, I'm thinking A lot too, of but... unanswered questions. But I, I yeah. still think like that shot actually serves a purpose and it mm-hmm. helps you see that he's just been stuck there for yeah. a while. And how vulnerable, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was it was interesting, like watching it a second time. I, I don't know. I got like this weird like thought of like the way he kind of sits up in that moment. Like talking about Greg, he's so like malnourished. I was very much like he looks like a primate. Like he looks yeah. very like apish, which are coming from the scene about the apes and shit. And right. I, was like, I wonder if there was anything with that. I'm not sure about that, but um, yeah, but I mean, I mean, he definitely had a ton of pubes. You know, I was like, "All right." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, no one's shaving him while he's yeah. during these twenty-eight days. That's like not one on their priority no. list. So I mean, like, they- hey guys, we have to survive. But what about the guy in the bed who's just—it's growing. <laughs> Someone's got to take care of that. <laughs> I mean, they cut his hair. They could have like done downstairs too. They could have at least evened it up, right? Yeah, uh, that's what we nurse pay maybe, nurses yeah. for, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Laura. You're all about cleaning things. You want to go down and clean that shit, Laura? I you want to watch that TikTok? I mean, I... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you go down a pube shaving rabbit hole? It needs to be clean, I, Laura. No, you are clean in my mind, so... Well, afterwards, it's clean. <laughs> all right, let's move on from... Yeah, come <laughs> L- Laura's not on that side of cock talk. No, so. cock talk. Is that what it's called? Wow, I like that. It is Does that exist? Give me our side podcast, Cock Talk. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a late night one. I like it. Oh, man. Okay. All right. All right. All right. No more talk about that. No more talk about that, I guess. You know, uh, Laura, you were attracted to, you said you were attracted to, what's his name in this movie? The main guy, right? Billy Murphy? Yeah. He's a great looking guy. You know what it is, too? And Kelly mentioned this in the watch party. He's like pretty. And then she goes, he's evil pretty. And I huh. totally get that because I think he's a very pretty man as well. But he has these like piercing light blue eyes. And that's always really shocking to see on someone who has is like a brunette or has oh, brown yes. hair or mm-hmm. black hair or darker hair. And uh yeah, so it's just like a he's very unique looking, very attractive man, yeah. Interesting. I think we talked about in the watch party that he looked very much like your husband actually. And yeah, was, you said once confirmed. he shaved his hair and beard. <laughs> it was confirmed by uh, one of your friends that attended, right? One of my friends came. She was like, yep, that was looks like, yep. like Brooks. Mm-hmm. 
Did you guys know that um, that Ryan Gosling almost played the lead role instead of Killing Murphy? Yes. Really? Yes. Laura, would you? So knowing at you know that Killing Murphy is a pretty good looking dude in this movie, would you? What would you say to Ryan Gosling doing it? Yeah, I also think you guys. I think I think most people are like attractive. Like I find I find attractiveness in everyone. I feel like you know it's takes a lot. For yeah, me to yeah be like. you find it in pimples. Of course, you find it in people. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously ryan gosling is a good looking fella uh i wonder what he would have looked I'm, like in i'm looking that up right now that's what i'm wondering 2002 too. ryan gosling? do you guys remember young Le- you guys, nine years old you guys something. remember yeah. you guys remember young leonardo dicaprio like his head was like a weird triangle <laughs> like his his head was like weird shaped and shit and i was like you're a weird guy but i mean now he's like an a a- weird guy. <laughs> now he's like attractive man you know so I don't know. Let's all let's all take let's take a pause for a second. Let's all look up Ryan Gosling. What two thousand two, right? Yeah. Let's take him up. Anybody listening, watching, uh, you can do it yeah, too. Uh, maybe I'll throw too. a picture of him on fucking the Patreon. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I mean, because he already looks much younger than he is, right? So. And I feel like he like has a lot of facial hair now. Usually, oh, if you see him clean shaven, it's weird looking. Oh no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no. Which picture are you looking at, Laura? I. This is 2002 Ryan Gosling. (laughs) Looks like. It's right here. Looks like Hugh Grant. (laughs) He does look like Hugh Grant. Wow. This is 2002. He does look like Hugh Grant. Here's the one that you need to see. Okay, that's all. Gotta get it. That's the one, Laura. And this is the one. This is the one. Did you do this one? Okay. All right. How do you do this? Okay. This That's the one I was about to show it to. That one's better, but it's still he's weird looking, Hello. right? Oh my god! This is people on Patreon are loving this shit. Um, oh, he's shit. Kind of, he's I, I I would say this actor. What is his name? Killian Killian Murphy. What's his name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he's more attractive in 2002 than Ryan Gosling. Yeah. I'll give him I'll I give agree. him that much. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You wouldn't say that nowadays, but yeah, back then, no way. I think he's still. <laughs> Good looking now too. No, oh, okay, that's true. That's true. Um, let's see. What else do we want to talk about now? Um, what's next? What do you guys want to talk about now? We talked about acting. Uh, do we want to just get into zombies? Get into the zombie talk of this movie? Yeah. Get into them and shit. Uh, I guess let's start with like, what do you guys prefer? Like the fast or the slow zombies? This was like you said, Greg, the start of the fast zombies. Uh, do you prefer this more than the slow zombies? Yeah, they they pose much more of uh. Of, of a threat um, just because they're faster. This is what initially terrified me about this movie to begin with. It's because I think up to this point, even with the, like I said, the resident evil movies uh, and games, um, they're slow zombies. You're walking oh, around mansions, you're walking around a police precinct and you're basically a- allowed to get around them. And actually the walking dead is pretty much that way too. But this is a completely different, um, different type of zombie. And I, I had read that Alex Garland and Danny Boyle thought that, you know, also the idea of, you know, the living dead or zombies or whatever, wanting to eat people's brains was like a really <clears throat> outdated notion. Um, so, you know, they basically used this idea of like infection uh, and like, you know, because especially at the time, Ebola was sort of a fear, right? So yeah. we have this like fear of disease i mean talk about in 2022 <laughs> yeah. here we are we kind of have yeah. the same type of thing you know viral apocalypse um so they I, you know i had read that they had used that or drawn from that as as inspiration um 
So it's just a, it's such an interesting uh, combination. You don't have to be dead to turn into a zombie. There's no magic behind it. It's literally just infection, and it happens so fast, and you become ravenous, and you become the zombie. It's really the scariest zombie that we have ever seen. I mean, yeah. say for possibly World War Z, where they're getting together, building you know human ladders and shit like that up into space yeah. or whatever's going on in, in that. But like before they gained that type of intelligence, hmm. this is the scariest that it ever. Yeah, happened. they're doing like geometry and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't well, know. And those movies built on this one. I mean, this one I feel like was the first one oh, yeah, we yeah. saw this them first, yeah. like yeah. this. You know, this this is just. Like actually, just regular people just running the speed they can actually run. You know what yeah. I mean? Which yeah. is it. But going from just sh- like slow shuffling zombies to just like a standard running is fucking creepy. I mean, yeah. you get into like you say World Wars, even Trade of Basan, they're quick as fucking Trade of Basan. Yeah, I would say more than this. Those yeah. people, they were like on like fucking 20 and they fucking could jet and shit yeah, like that they in were that popping movie. and locking in that movie. <laughs> they were like athletes and contortionists too. They're oh, all that's yeah. true. Yeah, oh, that man. was pretty fucking creepy. Yeah. Um, yeah that, wait, what Laura just did? Or, yeah, yeah. I mean, the movie. What I just did was creepy. <laughs> it's, the, it's the noise that comes from this part of your throat. That mm. <sighs> yeah, I can't do that. It gets me every time. <laughs> can't do that. I can't do that. How do you that do was that? like a snake. I don't know what that was. That was a, that was a pimple popping, Laura. Stop it. <laughs> Should I gurgle some water? Like, no, oh. stop making weird noises. God. Oh, that's funny. I wanted to, I wanted to ask Greg because I feel like maybe you know the most about this movie than I do. Uh, like the zombie lore in this movie. So you said like this one is not brains. They're not trying to eat brains specifically. It's just they want no, to see, eat meat. No, this is actually okay. So it's actually it's not clear that they even need to eat humans. And, and one thing I didn't even I've never noticed it until we just finished our watch party right now, and I I realized for the first time they actually never show zombies or the infected eating people or they actually they don't even show what they do every time a zombie was was attacking somebody the camera got kind of jilty and blurred and all you see is them just swinging arms but you never see them eating somebody you mm. never see them tearing yeah, or twisting anything off not specifically yeah. yeah yeah and i was specifically like around midway through the movie when they got into the tunnel i started watching for that for each and every time and you never saw it so hmm. it's actually not clear what they do they're just filled with rage they're just genuinely like mauling them to death yeah basically yeah, yeah it, what it is yeah, it's just mauling and like w- what i had read was that the whole purpose for putting this like attention to rage of you know was to and this goes back to the, the opening of the movie um is to sort of like make a commentary on how we don't even care about what we're putting into our brains. Like we're watching so much uh, violence on TV and in video games or whatever, you know, road rage, like you said, Laura. Um, so like this as a virus, it's meant to like amplify all of this aggression, anger that's already, that already exists inside of us. Mm. So it has nothing to do with, you know, there was a time in the movie where we said, well, we need to know what it takes, need to know what it takes for them to starve to death. Well, he never said that they actually ate humans and they needed yeah, to eat didn't. humans to survive. He didn't say that. So there's, I think there's no connection um, based on that alone. So it is just literally they're mauling people to death, yeah. just attacking and hitting and, and swinging and stuff. But yeah, yeah that, that's uh, there, there's no eating involved, no brains involved at all. Yeah, because that's one thing like I, I did read that for the longest time, Danny Boyle was like, this is not a zombie movie. He's like, these aren't zombies right and they said i mean now i think he's come to terms of being like yes 
call them zombies, Basically, like whatever, yeah. you know. But yeah, I never really thought about it. Like watching this, I'm just like, oh yeah, they're they just seem like zombies and they're fucking eating people. And but you you actually think specifically about it, and you're like, well, technically, like they're not actually. And and like that was the whole thing of this movie towards the end of like how long can these just I don't know, not, not even corpses, but these people go without consuming anything because they clearly can't consume anything. There's yeah. multiple points in this that goes back to the, the prison guy they lock up. He's just like vomiting, like just vomiting. Yeah. And he's not eating anything. Right. So it's not like he's vomiting something he ate. It's just his body is just like trying to expel this virus. And yeah. so like after a period of time, like they're not just eating food because that's not like what they do, I guess, apparently, that your body mm-hmm. would just deteriorate away. You know, and you're not consuming something like your body needs to, like you said, Greg. They're just mauling people to death and moving on to the next person they want to like fight. Yeah. You know, it's really weird. I never really thought about like the the actual details of this movie more than just like, oh, it's a zombie. You know, which is super interesting. What, what do you think about that, Laura? Yeah, I think that is so badass. I love that. I just I felt like it had the perfect amount of gore too. I mean, we saw how bloody it could be, but it wasn't unwatchable. You know, so so that was great. But I mean, I, I'm going to just segue into this. I feel like we're there. But it's like not only did it nail the quote unquote zombie subgenre, but to have the overall takeaway being that there could be a virus, there could be a fucking zombie apocalypse, but it's humans. Humans yeah. to humans mm. is the greatest threat. And these zombies filled with rage aren't even the greatest threat to our yeah. main characters mm. by the end of the movie. And that is why I love this movie. How can it be such a great zombie movie and actually end up not even being about zombies? That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that is the trope of every zombie movie is eventually it's not about the zombies, it's about the humans. Yeah. And it's about humanity and this. I mean, one thing is like, yeah, a zombie can't lie to you. A zombie can't deceive yeah. you. Like it just right. you know what it fucking wants, but yeah. another human can fucking fuck your shit up and fucking yeah. lie to you and trick you and do you know what they're trying to do in this fucking movie and i guess we should talk about it then and get to it i mean it's like the uh, the roughest stuff to watch in this movie is pretty much uh, do you want to describe greg uh what happens like setting up uh, the military stuff right so our main characters they, they pick up a radio transmission you see this on it's a very tropey thing nowadays where they pick up a radio transmission it's uh an emergency broadcast saying we've you know there's safe haven here come here and i think when robbie joked that yeah. you know pretty much now if you hear an emergency transition uh, transmission over the radio in don't an go. apocalyptic world don't go yeah. it's a huge massive trap to get you to to get there and so they can kill you and take your supplies but yeah. back in the day this was sort of maybe a new revolution uh you know a revolutionary thing to put in a movie you know if they're stuck in midtown, like, you know, London amongst, amongst all these zombies, where else are they going to go? They have no power. They have no water. They have an, no ammunition. No. This is your only hope for salvation. So a, a good chunk of this movie is actually them trying to drive miles and miles and miles away to where this transmission says that there's a military base. So they have it marked on the map and they, you know, get there. Frank doesn't make it on the way, um, <laughs> but but they finally get there. And so there is a military compound and it's obviously just full of male soldiers. And so here we are with Killian Murphy and he's got Selena and this young girl. So in a post-apocalyptic world, uh, you know, not a great setup, not a great setup. Going to beat around that bush, huh? 
Laura, come on, Laura. Look, okay, come on, I, Laura. Don't I will. Say, I will say this. Okay, like you know, why you did got, I speak? The, you know, one of the main the main themes of this movie is like you guys already said, like man is a greater threat. Society is literally just hanging by a thread. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like collapsing, we saw it with COVID, right? The moment that there was a pandemic, all the toilet paper vanished. <laughs> you know, and this is like not zombies. This you're, is you're, just equating, a virus. you're equating that to what the men try to do in this movie. Yeah. No, I, no, I'm, I'm getting. We don't there. have any toilet paper. Let's rape them. <laughs> oh, listen. So I'm I mean, saying they're all trying to search for holes. I guess apparently. Oh, <laughs> that's Uh-oh. that's that's the main. That's I guess the main thing. But there's a secondary theme in the back half of this movie, which is obviously like the misogyny, right? Yeah. yeah. So, and like the danger that women specifically face in a world like this, it's, it's truly horrifying. Um, and he's trying to make a commentary to me that when society breaks down, he, be, you know, he's saying that we, it can be taken over by these like animalistic male desires, right? Which he's basically saying violence and sex. That's what he's saying. All the soldiers have guns. They shoot everything in sight willy nilly. They don't even care. All they, and they, they love it. They yeah. love taking out these zombies. Like they, they love, you know, feeling that aggression. And then, of course, since there's no women around, all they want to do, they look at these two women, they go, okay, well, this is going to be what gratifies us, you know, sexually. So that, and the major says, oh, I promised them women. So you guys have to allow yourselves to be like, whatever like a sexual prize for them um so it's it, it is it's like it's very scary he's like definitely trying to put a message out there that this is you know we're not too far from that if we hit some type of you know national emergency where suddenly societal laws break down um so yeah it's it's very scary and it's it's very disturbing luckily you know, the way that the movie plot plays out, it doesn't really get there. You know, sort of Jim kind of intervenes with like some of the zombies, but uh, like the, it was almost there. Right. And that was very scary. It's just crazy to think like, it's only been a fucking month. It's only been a month. And these guys are like rabid for like fucking, you know, yeah. And I'm like, you know, it's like, they're not like spanking it or anything like that. Or fucking, it just goes to show you that, I mean, th- there are people like that out there who just have it in them and are waiting, waiting to unlock that any reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's what they were. Yeah, it yeah. seems like it was fucking all of them except like one guy, except like yeah. one, whatever that guy was, like the science officer or some shit like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, I thought they were going to fucking start doing shit with the little cook in his apron, you know? I, maybe he was there. Maybe they already have. <laughs> maybe that's what they needed him for. I don't know shit until a fucking yeah, girl showed up. You see, the the major was trying to make the case, and I think we sort of ran into a little bit of a problem with this in the movie, The Silence, but the major was making case. He was saying, okay, one of our soldiers almost killed himself because he said, there's no hope. What's There's no hope. And then he said, well, I'm going to take you to this compound, and we're going to re-start up society all over again. And it's literally only been a month. So I think that that's the problem. It's like we were joking about this actually in the in the watch party. Like, okay, I feel like after maybe five years or something, you would start thinking about what are we going to do about children or, you know, gratifying ourselves with like the opposite sex. Thirty days in, you're still looking for food. Yeah, I mean, you guys don't have you guys have bad eggs. You have to cover it with salt. (laughs) There was that scene. Like, look for eggs, bro. Yeah, like are you you going to feed children? 
Like, what, what are you going to do? Exactly. So, and I don't know if that was him just uh, BSing Jim in that in that moment, but he was trying to convince him of it. But, um, yeah, I mean, but still, like, okay, you have to, logistics aside, the messaging was very clear that what he was yeah. trying yeah. to, you know, Danny Boyle was trying to do with this. Yeah, I mean, one thing it does uh, well in, in those moments is, is making you fucking hate these fucking guys. Yeah. And then yeah. so when they release, uh, when Jim comes and releases a fucking zombie on them, you're like, you're rooting for that fucking oh, zombie. Oh, yeah. You're I mean, they, they got to go. It. Yeah. You're like, kill all these fools, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, did you guys want to talk about the, I guess, the, the escape from the compound, um, you know, and all that? And the Valium scene is kind of fucked up and <laughs> all that shit. Laura, you want to talk on that? You taking volume. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's really, really sad. So Selena, you know, finds a bunch of pills, uh, assuming it's volume again, because she had given it to them earlier uh, to help them sleep. And she's telling Hannah to take, she's like, take this many of these. And Hannah's first question is, oh, are you trying to get me to like kill myself like to die? Because this is, this is that horrible. Yeah. I, you know, she mm-hmm. thinks, okay, this is feasible. Yeah. And so Lena's response is, oh, no, sweetheart. I just don't want you to care. Yeah. Oh. That's like that worse. That's so, so like gut-wrenching. Yeah. It's horrible. And I mean, it works. She gets high. Mm-hmm. And she's just, you can tell by the way she's sitting on the couch with like her legs kind of just, you know. In, Talking like, shit the, to that soldier saying, you're going to be the next one to die. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty she awesome. suddenly yeah. gained some courage. That was actually that pretty was, awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, this is, you know, I don't feel sleepy, but I just don't care. So it worked. But it's, thank God her father taught her how to drive and gave her some survival <laughs> skills because while she is high off her ass on Valium, uh, they're trying to break away from this compound with one soldier still left with a gun. Um, and she is able to get into the car, into the driver's seat and somehow do the maneuver where she, you know, goes, she accelerates and then reverses and then somehow reverses and then the zombies right there. And he comes through the back window and pulls the last remaining soldier That's out. So and then cool. she just fucking bails. And it's like, how the hell did she do that? I mean, was that just dumb luck or what? <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You haven't done that on a volume, Laura? You haven't done that? No. You're not supposed to operate heavy machinery. Yeah, you're supposed to have someone else drive you. I think you said said when you did your volume, Laura, you had trouble, like, drying your hair? That's what was your problem? Yeah, okay. By the way, I've taken volume once. It was given to me before. (laughs) I'm making making it seem like Laura's an ass. Yeah, she, she takes the volume. She watches pimple videos all night. That's what she. It does. was given to me before my wisdom teeth surgery. I was 22 years old, and I had you know t- you're supposed to take it like two hours before you get there, and so I had taken it, and then I had shower immediately showered, thinking like, oh, well, you know, they say it doesn't kick in right away, and what, and then I was blow drying my hair, and I had my head flipped over, and then I went to flip my head back, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> That is kind of fun. <laughs> I think we joked the last part. You were saying like you saw the grudge and shit, and you saw some lady come out of your mirror and shit, just scaring yourself, fell in your tub. No. It wasn't a bad experience. That it was wasn't good. Scary. Oh, yeah, it felt great. Oh, no, that's pretty cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like a core memory. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it really is. That's funny. Um, let's Blue see. and yes. yellow for happiness. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, so they escape. They finally escape. Uh, then they're driving uh, towards... Well, actually, before she does the car scene, uh, Jim is shot. Jim hmm. gets shot yeah. in the stomach and shit, which I'm like, yeah. oh, shit, that's crazy. Um, yeah. Then they're driving. They're trying to escape the compound. The gates are locked. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, the gates are locked. And uh, I do love... Uh, What's his name? Kill- Killian Murphy is that his name? His delivery. Yeah, what, what is his exact words he like, says in that just moment? Just do it. Yeah, just yeah. do it. Or something like the way he screams it, it was a really good fucking acting take. Yeah. Um, and then they they hit the fucking gate, and then it cuts to like this freeze frame of like Killian and and the Naomi Harris in the back seat, like flying forward towards the mm. camera, and it freezes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, that's fucking cool. And then it kind of cuts to black. And I, was, and I remember being like, oh, shit, that's the end. And then it has, like, in the bottom right, 28 days later. And then it's, like, them in a cottage fucking milking sheeps or some shit like that. I don't know if they're doing over there. Well, no, <laughs> they, show, they show clips of they had rushed them to a nearby hospital. And they oh, tended okay. to them and were, mm-hmm. like, shooting them up with shit. And, yeah, oh, I mean, right. they... Okay. Mm-hmm. They put the work in. Yeah, so, okay, know? so he they're all alive. They're in a fucking cottage. They're fucking chilling over there making a, a sign. Uh, what is it called? Like a, like a sign so the plane can read them and shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then a plane flies by. And he sees that they wrote hello on the ground, which we joke being like, it doesn't say help. It just says hello, you know? <laughs> I think Greg was the one that said, like, they could just be waving at them. Like, hello. You know, and kept going and shit. But <laughs> Kelly in the chat said that. Yeah. Like, and, Hi. Yeah. And then it, that's it. That's the ending, I guess. You would call it a happy ending. I guess you would assume they got Hopeful. saved. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess leading up to that point, they showed a couple zombies on the ground looking super fucking malnourished and skinny. Yeah. And kind of what they established early on of being like, you know, how long does it take for them to kind of die themselves with no, no sustenance? Um, yeah. And it seems like that's it. Whatever Kelly said, like 56 days or some shit like that, they're about to die. Um, right. So I guess it's fine and everything... You know, it's good. What, what do you guys think of the ending? I mean, I, I somewhat have problems. I don't know. But uh, what, what do you think, Greg? Well, you know, you guys know that I love endings that have this come to f- full circle moment. Right. And I always say that where they they close the loop on some type of callback that was either beginning or all throughout the movie. And this one does it. And I, and I love it. It's, it's the hello thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, because th- he's yelling hello when he's walking around the. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's starting oh, off the movie yelling hello, yelling out through London, and then even he has that dream in the middle of the movie where he's afraid that everyone's abandoned him. So he's yeah. sort of having PTSD from just waking up in this nightmare. And then at the end of the, the end of the movie, they sort of bring that full circle by you know using the hello as the message. I liked it. And of course, this movie is so messed up and depressing. I like feeling a little bit better about their chances of survival. Um, yeah, at the end. So, so everything is so fucked up in this movie, you needed a little bit of hope at the end. I didn't need it, but I really liked it. If, if it would have ended with them... Uh, what I wanted crashing, <laughs> Yeah, it's crashing the gates. I'm actually okay with that because it leaves it open-ended. You imagine, okay, well, they escape. I'd be okay with that, too. But the way that the final scene was sort of shot, I felt a little bit at at peace uh and and i i really appreciated that the music had this um it was almost like these very peaceful magical flutes i said it in the watch party that reminded me of midsommar a little bit yeah um and i felt like i needed it like i deserved it after going through <laughs> this horrific nightmare that we watched for about an hour and a half so mm. I, I enjoyed it interesting what about you laura where you at with this ending 
I love the ending. I agree with Greg. I think it does come full circle. And I also, and maybe I'm way off, but I, I also kind of got the sense like they were being very picky with their messaging. They didn't, they probably didn't want to write help because someone who would come respond to help maybe is someone that they don't trust any longer and they're scared of what happened to them. And by doing hello, yes, they take a risk of someone flying above, not really getting what's happening and being like, ha, hi, (laughs) or like a normal person who sees that knows what's going on and is actually like, oh, there's people down there. We should go help them. Even oh, though it vulnerable. said hello, mm-hmm. not that they're vulnerable. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I also think it shows that if they wrote help, that would, you know, show that they're weak, they're in need. So people who could take advantage of them wow. see that. But by saying hello, it's kind of like, no, we're good. They should have wrote, we're good. Yeah, <laughs> we're good. <laughs> yeah, so I liked it. I mean, is it a little cheesy? Maybe, but I'm I'm happy it gave us that piece. I I would have been okay with the ending that you wanted as well, Rob. But I like this much more. I did. I did even think about the coming full circle thing. Uh, Greg was saying hello in the beginning and the end. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's fucking actually super cool. I didn't. I didn't make that. Uh, I mean, I still don't want them to be happy at the end. But you, you know, don't nothing that doesn't have nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah. For me, like I just I really I like the the crashing the gate and the still frame and leaving it more ambiguous of an ending um, than anything else. Uh, I like that better myself as just an overall story and like the arc of the movie. Like that's what I would have wanted rather than being like, Oh, they're good. You know, everything's fine now. Um, I mean, even going back to, I mean, one of my favorite fucking zombie movies, uh, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead uh, and shit. When you think everything's fine and they get to that Island at the very yeah. end, there's fucking, I mean, I guess spoilers, oh, yeah. but you know, there's fucking like, like I love that fucking ending. I lo- I almost love the grim endings more than I like a happy ending, but I'll take ambiguous. Ambiguous yeah. was cool. And I thought mm-hmm. that still frame with the gate was, it was just fucking cool. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. liked, I thought it was fucking cool. I mean, I think somebody said, said it was cheesy, but whatever. I guess I wanted some of that fucking cheese coming out of whatever Laura's watching over there. Stop! Um, but- <laughs> I don't want any cheese! No cheese! <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But it's good. I mean, overall, it's just it's such a great fucking movie. It's so great for what it's trying to do. Like you talked about, the perfect amount of gore for me. You know, not too much, not too little. Um, I really dug that shit. The acting, of course, is pretty solid all the way through. Um, there's not there's not a lot to not like. And do you guys have anything you don't like in the movie? Actually, do you have any dislikes? I definitely do. I, really? I, I, yeah. Like I'm very wow. picky about. And you guys, I've seen this so many times where you set up a system of rules and boundaries. And I always hate it when you violate those boundaries. Like, you don't even stick to your own rules. Like, I didn't like, actually, how Celine used a machete. Obviously, you know, it's a weapon that introduces blood splatter and just amplifies the potential for infection. I mean, the thing is, like, with this type of zombie that they've set up, it only makes sense to have a bludgeoning weapon to, you know, keep them further away and also just knock them out. It makes no sense to just chop off something and have, like... You know, I don't know, Laura, you watch Dexter, right? The blood yeah. splatter thing. We, we live in a world where you can't breathe on someone six feet away, right? <laughs> right. Like, you want to so chop true. someone up with a machete? And <laughs> yeah. There, so there were a couple times, like, the soldiers were blowing up zombies and then just letting guts fly on yeah. them, like, into their yeah. mouth. I mean, how did they not get infected? Yeah. Um, yeah. There were a couple of things. And I would say the only other thing, I mean, again, this is getting really 
this is getting really picky. And I remember not liking this when I first saw the movie in the theater. It's the flat tire scene. Um, oh, yeah. In, in the tunnel. Yeah. And, you know, you guys had some qualms with just how bold and brazen they were with trying to even attempt to get through the tunnel. But the only thing that I didn't like, and this is going to sound really crazy, at the end of the scene, you see the zombies start to slow down because they're chasing the car. Mm-hmm. And then the car drives away. Then they start to slow down because they can't catch up to it, right? There's one zombie actor on the left side. <laughs> oh who, my when, God. He's, when he slows down, he just looks like a normal guy. He looks like <laughs> Joe from the, the supermarket. He sort of slows down. He kind of like, he doesn't look animalistic at all. And, you know, you're, you're looking at their silhouettes. And they're supposed to be twitchy and jerky and very whatever. He just kind of hunches over like, like he just got off the treadmill or something. Yeah. And yeah I he, was he, like, he's like holding the side. He's like, oh. Okay. He yeah. Thought, right. He thought he thought they called cut already. He's done. He's back in yeah. character. I I encourage you if you have a chance to rewatch it, wow. that like look at the guy. Right. I think he's on the far left. He just looks like they threw him in and he was tired. Wow. <laughs> so, that was, that's wow. pretty. That's super pretty nitpicky. Dude. That's super nitpicky. Yeah. I thought you were going to talk about the whole thing of the fact that that car would never be able to drive up that fucking heap yeah. of, of of other rubble. Yeah. There's no way that car would make it up there. It's not off road. It's not a fucking Bigfoot. It's not a fucking monster <laughs> truck. There's no way that fucking car would be able to do what it no. did. Yeah. And Greg is over there being like, that one guy, he took one, <laughs> he just, he, he was too lax a bit for me, you know? That's funny though. What about you, Laura? Anything you'd actually dislike in this movie? I really don't dislike anything except for one tiny thing. And that's the fact that they put a bunch of buckets on the roof to collect water. <laughs> and uh, about 10% of those buckets are laundry baskets <laughs> with holes in them. 10%. <laughs> Hey, like Rob said, like you get a little, you get like a little inch at the get bottom inch, of the laundry basket. They take every drop. It just matter, Laura. It just matter. Yeah. Oh my god. It just matter. There you go. Yeah, I like it. Uh, let's see here. Um, I mean, yeah, for me, like the only negative I had was I feel like it's a little long in time. I'm yeah. Just, you know, okay. it's like an hour and fifty-three minutes. I feel like it could have been like an hour forty, an hour forty-five, and been a mm-hmm. better movie. I don't, I don't really know what you take out. Maybe they're, maybe some of the their picnic scene maybe when they're staring at horses like some of that shit <laughs> there's there's a little too much in that little like 10 to 15 minute when like they're like happy yeah you, know, you, you don't need to have all that happiness you know you can cut out some of that shit you know uh, but time wise i feel like it was a little long for me uh, but that's about it everything else is pretty damn dope in this movie yeah um do you guys have any other points you want to talk about before we uh, kind of talk about any of the watch stream stuff no. Nothing else? Alright, Laura, do you, is there anything you want to shout out as far as like the watch party goes? Any good comments? We've kind of been sprinkling them in throughout the recording here, but anything, Laura? I mean, this was such a funny group tonight. I mean, I think we already said I, I really didn't think we were going to be able to pull off a funny evening with such a serious movie with some really serious subject mm-hmm. matter. Oh my god. Everyone was making dick jokes at one point. Uh... <laughs> The whole like killing it thing. Mm. We were talking about chimps and I, I don't know. Someone was talking about ruthless chick, tonight. chimp dicks and then someone chimp put a monkey dicks. symbol. Uh, <laughs> you know, we had a whole long conversation about apples, which was awesome. But it's true. <laughs> Why do green apples last a month longer mm. than red apples? Yeah. Totem from Handle the Scare was explaining it to us. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're talking about free willy. I mean, if you were about there, if you were... we were making a lot of dick references, and they all kind of seem to fit together. Look, if you weren't there, 
and this all sounds crazy, I you should come because I don't know how we do it, but we we always manage to <laughs> You know, the jokes are flowing. We, and also, yeah. I will also say that we always have a giveaway winner every yeah. watch party. And uh, we did a little fun surprise. And everyone that came to this one, uh, stop it, Rob. What? Stop. I'm trying so hard <laughs> to get through it. And you're just like. You could have said everybody that participated, everybody that attended. But no, you went gross, Laura. That's because you're disgusting. Okay. No. no you're not over it, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, everyone won the giveaway this time. Everybody that fun, everybody so. that was there got a giveaway. Yeah, Laura's going to send them out to everybody. Uh, we have different ways of contacting people, but yeah, they can email us and shit like that. Uh, you know, send them out. I think it was like whatever, how many people were there, 15 or 20 or something like that. So it was, it was a good amount of people. That was pretty cool. Uh, you forgot, too, that say, we had a whole conversation about the Pamela and and Tommy Lee. <laughs> oh, that was me. Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'll explain why this started, because as we talked about, this movie begins with uh, Killian Murphy's penis right there. Now, I could tell that it was real, so I didn't ask. I could tell that it was real. Wow. Laura's like a penis expert I know. She like paused. I was like, why is everybody's video paused? Oh, Laura's Laura's zooming in for some reason. Oh, okay. Look at the rigidity and the angle of this. She's like the way it kind of flops when he moves. Like, yeah, yeah that's totally. that's real. real. I know that's it. his. That's his. That's his. Yeah. But I, <laughs> penis I expert kinda... over here. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a CSI and shit. <laughs> Getting out a little microscope. She's, like she's got like a magnifying glass right up to the screen. I know. Okay, yeah. look it. I asked if anyone had started watching the Pam and Tommy on Specialist Hulu Inspector. Yeah. Because there is a lot of dick in the first three episodes that have aired. And then I started talking about how Sebastian Stan uh, is wearing a prosthetic dick in mm. Pam and Tommy. It's, it's huge and it's not his. And So now I'm like, oh shit. Now anytime I see male nudity, I have to ask the question, oh, is this even real? Mm. Right? Because I mean, uh-huh. usually when you see girls' titties, they're real. Well, I mean, kind of, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't have to be real. Yeah, I guess, yeah but well, that's yeah. <laughs> they're still attached to their body. Yes. Okay, like, all right. Yeah, that's theirs, true. That's right? True. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was hilarious because this was a whole rant we went on during, like, during the fucking rape scenes. By the way, yeah, I think that's why it started. I was like, let's yeah. talk about this. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about this. But it was hilarious because everyone was like, "No, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet." But then somebody, and I don't remember who, goes, "Oh yeah, haha. What would your dick voice be?" And I was like, outed, you totally have watched this show. <laughs> and then we were all talking about what our dick or vagina voices would be. Mm-hmm. What would they be? Who would <laughs> you pick? like, mine would go, rah, rah. Uh, uh, uh. No, so, I didn't say Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. No. Someone called it out. I went J-Lo. <laughs> oh, okay. J-Lo. I thought it was interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, Got the vag from the block. The, the vag from the block. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I would miss if that's what that badge's name was. I wouldn't miss that badge. No way. I'm good. Uh, what about you? What, what was yours, Greg? Do you remember yours? Oh, God. Oh, no. I said Morgan, I said Morgan Freeman. I want him to, course, to narrate my, my junk. That'd be pretty funny. Uh, then I went Gilbert Godfrey. I went Gilbert Godfrey, which I thought was, <laughs> was, was awesome. <laughs> oh, that's freaking funny. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, email us in. Let us know what your... Uh, genital voice would be who would mm-hmm. be voicing it 
you know, let us know about that. That'd be pretty fun to read out next week and shit. It was a funny ass conversation for like yeah. 10 minutes. People were shouting out some funny ass shit. We were fucking laughing it up over there. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, let's yeah. see here. So where are we at here? So we did the, we, we did the giveaway. We talked about that. Uh, so I think it's time to our ratings then. Let's yeah. do our ratings of this movie. Uh, like we said, we use Letterbox now instead of Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, and you can check out our Letterbox, which has all our average ratings for every movie we reviewed. Uh, we're almost going up on 100 now. 100 will be in a couple episodes. Cool. Um, pretty cool. Uh, this movie is a 3.7 out of 5. 3.7. And it has, I always put this now because I'm always curious about this. It has like just over, I don't know, just over 1,000 reviewers. Okay. You know, um, so, I mean, let's see what we're going to be uh, rating this at. Um, I think we're probably going to be higher than 3.7 to me. Um, let's see here. So let's do one to five. Let's do um, in honor of Valentine's Day, uh, something we haven't really talked about since my shirt. But uh, let's do how many bloody hearts? How many bloody hearts are you giving mm. this movie? Uh, I mean, unless Laura wants to do how many pimples, how many earwax things, <laughs> something like that. Woo, I just got a chill. <laughs> <laughs> wow, she liked that. She I know. Get excited there. Say earwax again. She, she thought she Ron. took a va- she thought she took a value and stood up again, yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> Let's do though. Let's let's, uh, let's keep it clean. Bloody hearts actually. It's way better than that shit. So, 1 to 5, how many bloody hearts are you giving this movie? What, what do you think, Laura? I'm giving this a 4.25 bloody hearts. Wow. Okay, so like a quarter yeah. of a heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, the reason it's not perfect is because it's I mean, I saved that for a screen. That's it. <laughs> and Donnie Darko. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think I agree with you, Rob. It was like a little too long. Um, and as effective as some of those uh, quiet scenes were, it was just, you know, that's probably really the only reason why I gave it a low. And then I think we talked about there's like very minimal picky plot holes. But, you know, once you get past four, you know, we're going to notice that shit. So yeah. exactly. but otherwise, exactly. I love this movie. Yeah. I think it's great. Nice. Definitely fucking holds up shit. Yeah. Uh, what so, about you? Yeah. What about you, Greg? Where are you at with this? Uh, how many bloody hearts? I, I think that, you know, the one thing that really carries it for me is really just the aesthetic. Like, mm-hmm. the aesthetic of this movie is my jam. I know that you guys were complaining, like, it looks kind of crappy sometimes, but this whole gritty, lo-fi, like, rough oh, like around it. the edges. Yeah. Look, I loved it. And I've loved it since, like, the moment that I watched it. I, and... The whole beginning, we already talked about we, we loved it. That was the best part of the movie. And I, I don't think any other movie has done this post-apocalyptic feel uh, since this movie. Um, Definitely, Laura. <laughs> Laura, what are you doing? What was that? I'm guessing. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it's like, why is Laura, is Laura waving hello to us? What's happening right now? Is Laura, uh, infec- is Laura infected? She's turning insane right now. It's definitely not enraged. Yeah. yeah. I, I just realized one scene that I didn't call up before that I, I want to is actually in the beginning where Jim, he's walking around the streets where there's nobody there and he starts picking up the money on the steps. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. I remember thinking that like I love that scene so much because it speaks to how instinctively we're just concerned about money yeah. and how we might just ref- you know reflexively pick up the same. Just, right. You see cash on the ground and you pick it up. What a stupid thing to do in the middle of an apocalypse, but yeah. it's just, we're so wired to think money, 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 and all that. You might, you know, he probably just dropped it a few minutes later, like, what am I doing picking yeah. this up? Mm-hmm. So I thought that was great. Like, to me, the, the whole movie was just, was groundbreaking as far as a zombie film. Um, of course, I love all the George Romero movies. I love all of the, uh, you know, Zombieland, 
Train to Busan. Um, uh, but this one is like my favorite zombie movie. I, I wouldn't give it a perfect though. I, no. I don't, you know, one of my pet peeves is like I said, like setting up rules and breaking mm-hmm. them. I don't like it. Um, so although it's like, seems minor, a lot of the things I was thinking about were nitpicky. I still dock it quite a few points. So I'm going to say uh, 45 with Laura. Oh, so wow. 45 with Laura. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I like it. Yeah, for me, like, I, I mean, I really dig the movie a lot. I really dig it. Like, I, I already talked about my negatives, just like a little bit of the slowness in the middle of the movie and shit. And then, of course, the ending, like, I would want something a little bit different. Um, I think if I got the ending I wanted, I probably would say four and a half uh, because I really do like this. But without that, I'd probably say a four. I see a four for me in this movie. It's it's good. It's a good fucking movie, and, and I'm still surprised. It just it holds up so well. Yeah. I mean, I mean, right. maybe it's because of the climate we're in now. It almost feels very similar to where we were at yeah. a year ago and shit like that. So maybe that's part of it. I don't know, but definitely really fucking good movie. Definitely a four for me there. Um, let's see. So that's it. So that's it for a review. Uh, talking about twenty eight days later here and Laura's sickness. Uh, so let's see. <laughs> so that's uh, where are we at now. So our next watch party, we've been talking about our next watch party is going to be Saturday, uh, February nineteenth. Of course, eight p.m. Uh, Pacific time. And like we said, we're watching Lady in the Water. This is our anniversary uh, episode. We're gonna do. We're doing M Night again. Bad M Nights. That's gonna be fun. Uh, let's see here. We talked about. Did you want to announce the giveaway for that one, Laura? You talked about it on the watch party. Did you want to announce it? Oh, yes, absolutely. So this giveaway is actually going to be sponsored by uh, the guys over at Stream Lounge, the platform that we're doing our watch parties on. So it's not going to be from us. And uh, we will pick a winner, though, from that watch party. And they will win a $25. I think it's $25. Yeah, $25. Yeah, mm-hmm. $25 gift card to Fright Rags, which is, uh, if you haven't checked it out, it's a really awesome horror based you know like a t-shirt and i feel like they have other stuff too Mm -hmm. other merch yeah Mm -hmm. um really really cool so uh definitely better than our stupid merch that we send i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) that's true that's true that's true Uh, but that's cool that's so cool for the stream launch guys to do that and and support uh you know people that are they're supporting their their service they offer because it's super cool it's super fun we have a blast doing it and it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, come, come like fucking have fun with us, shoot the shit, drink. And then fucking at the end of the day, you can fucking get a prize or a giveaway or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's super, it's oh, super yeah. cool. It's super cool. Um, let's see what we got after that. And then after that, we'll be into March. Uh, we'll announce, uh, you know, after that review, we'll announce our watch party, our episodes, what we're going to be doing for March now. Or just like dropped a bombshell on us. I think before this saying that we might be getting Scream on VOD finally in March, mm-hmm. which we haven't really said anything about this, but like we haven't done Scream yet. We've two of us have seen it. Greg is waiting for VOD. But I told these guys early on, like, I didn't want to review the movie, talk about the movie really that much until it is available for everybody to view it. Yeah. I mean, luckily, me and Laura were able to find a drive in where we felt secure. I mean, the big thing with us is like we all have little kids, yeah. you know, and yeah. me and Greg definitely have kids that aren't that can't get vaccinated yet. And we're not going to take that chance. You know, I love Scream. I want to see the fucking movie, but. I'm not going to look back and be like, oh, man, I should have went to that movie. My fucking kid got infected now. You know, it's yeah. like sucks. But yeah, so we're definitely somewhere in March. We might be trying to do it, uh, figure it out and talk about it because we definitely need to talk about it. Oh, you know? definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, we want to do rankings and shit. We, we have a lot of shit we want to talk about. So get ready for that shit. Possibly in March. If anything, it'll be like the f- fucking first day in April, like right away, probably <laughs> uh, do that. Shit. That'll be fun. 
Um, and then our, our talk about our hundredth episode is coming up. Uh, Laura's shaking her head again. If you if Lady in the Water and down, <laughs> yeah, if, if Lady in the Water is bad, hundredth episode we're doing the Human Centipede. I don't know why I, I'm really like just my mind doesn't make sense with Laura right now. Like she it cannot watch Human Centipede, but she will go on fucking line and watch real people popping their fucking pimples. It is disgusting. Like I I just don't get it. I can't understand it right now. It's insane. I feel like I'm in a bizarro world. Do you have anything to say, Laura, about it? (laughs) (laughs) You're just looking at me. (laughs) I'm rage-filled right now. I'm so rage right now. My eyes are bloody. Oh, my God. There's something about the mouth to anus for me. (laughs) Say no more. That's a good... No, no, no. That's that's it. No, no, no. That's a good night sometimes. That's a good night. in or out of the mouth, right? (laughs) Uh-huh. Stomach stuff, and nothing can be going in and out of the booty. You guys, I, that is where I draw the line. I'm sorry, like uh, I don't. Huh. I I'd rather watch a movie where someone is bleeding out than throwing up or shitting. Like you should see me when my own child gets a stomach flu. I she'll like be throwing up, and I'll turn around and be like, "You're all right. You're okay. <laughs> You're well, fine." Yeah. Take but you're, but you're, ch- like, you're chasing her to fucking scoop out her earwax in her ear like a psychopath. Like, yeah, I want her to have clean ears. You get- <laughs> yes, <laughs> obviously, Rob. obviously, I know. Yeah, I'm the I'm the weird one. Okay, all right. Oh God! Do you know how many times I changed oh. a diaper and gagged? I couldn't even help it. My body just convulsed into like this giant gag. All right. I just I'm not I'm not about that. And then to then not connect about that life. <laughs> to then connect. <laughs> Hashtag no diapers. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag I'm not a parent. Why do you think I have one three times child? a day? <laughs> and then to connect three people mm-hmm. and it's three times that much. Menage a no, trois. I like it. Okay. No, no. <laughs> All right. Me me and Laura clearly have we're on different spectrums of like what we like and don't like and what we can stand and not stand, I guess. I I don't know. It's going to be a fucking fun episode. That's all I can say. Um, we're going to do it. It's, we're going to do it different than we've never done it before. Just because the fact that Human Centipede is not available as a watch party. There's no service that's carried it, I guess. Nobody wants to carry it, maybe, apparently. Um, yeah. So what we're going to do, and how I'm going to try to do this for video and, and audio, is we're all going to watch it together. Me, Laura, Greg, her husband's going to be there for support. Yeah. Um, and we're going to record us all watching it. So I'm going to have video of Laura as she vomits. She starts cleaning her husband's ears, whatever the fuck she does. <laughs> <during> the movie, <laughs> Whatever she does. I'm going to have video. And then when we record, we'll do a short shot on the episode. So we'll do a little review, talk about watching the movie, our reactions. We're not going to get into a lot of detail of the movie, but just kind of what we thought about it. And then I'm going to plug in clips of mostly Laura in the episode visually audioly however else i can do it if i could do a scratch and sniff i'll send it to you some oh. shit like that oh. but uh so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a weird episode because uh, I, I have it in my yeah. head how i want it to work so 100th episode that's what we're gonna be doing some weird human centipede fucking three-dimensional shit i'm working on it's gonna be kind of crazy uh where are you at greg me and laura we're kind of crazy right now where are you at greg with this 100th episode I told myself I would never watch this movie. And I've told myself that for a long time. Just because you guys know I'm like, I, I've been able to distance myself from like, you know, two girls, one cup, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, me too. And I've it's made it, I've, I've, you commit a principle to it. You commit Ew. a principle to yourself and you say, I'm not crossing that line. But I will say that 
having done this podcast, we I've actually had we've listened to several people say, "Yeah, it's disgusting, but it's actually a pretty well done movie." Jesus. So Christ. look, look, Laura, you watch Things Killing, you watch, you know, Ari Aster's uh, oh, film. So come on, I I feel like if you can see that, I think yeah. you could probably watch this movie. I just think it really is going to make me sick, though. Good. Because We're going to have that video, then. T- Tusk kind of oh, uh, yeah. creeped into that territory for me, hmm. where it was just, like, so the body morph unsettling shit, right? that I was, like, <laughs> I kind of feel like I could throw up right now. Tusk to me was that not gross. that bad at all, though. That's how I felt when you talked about your rage thing. <laughs> I feel like I was going to fall. <laughs> oh laura oh my goodness okay all right well here be like did, did you guys ever see the movie stand by me when we were kids of course with the pie the pie the vomit it's gonna set all of us off <laughs> everyone's gonna go one after the other all vomiting oh hey maybe God. we'll finally blow up on youtube Hey, I'll this put, podcast all vomited on screen. I will put that shit on there if that's what happens oh my laura God. would you watch would you watch a movie where they were like it was like mouth to ear mouth the ear they sew their mouth to their ear and they have to clean the ear out with their tongue okay well actually actually i wouldn't because there's something about sewing your mouth to anything that upsets me i don't Mm. want the earwax to go down my throat into my stomach I don't, no, I'm not eating no. earwax. But I'm Laura, cleaning it out and disposing it. This is taking it. a very end of the end of the end of the day. Time. After you use your tongue, it's clean. So, <laughs> oh my god, isn't that all that matters, Laura? To you? Time to end the episode. Okay, wrap all right, wrap it up, wrap it up. Let's go on here. Everybody listening is probably vomited by now. I know. Oh my god, let's see. Uh, yeah. So if you want to if way. you want to see these videos, see all of us vomit. Probably you got to <laughs> sign up to Patreon uh, through the Slash and Cast Network. <laughs> You got to do it up there. That's patreon.com slash SNC network. Check it out there. Um, what else we got here? Uh, send in conjecture choice picks. Send in other movies you want us to review. Other things that can make us fucking vomit and be gross and shit like that. Send them in. We'll check them out. Um, like I said, you can email us conjecturingpod at g- uh, Gmail, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at conjecturingpod. Um, website, of course, theconjecturing.com. Uh, let's see here. Uh, and check out our merch store. You know, I know we were pumping up fright rags. You know, our shit is not that bad. Our shit's kind of cool. You I, know? I was um, just kidding. I know, I know, I know. Uh, tpublic.com slash user slash conjecturing pod. Hopefully, maybe this month we're going to have a bunch of new design floors in the drop on there, which yeah. will be fucking pretty cool. Um, let's see. I definitely am going to design one about Laura's fucking sickness. But I'm, I have some ideas on my head right now. Laura, look at an ear. Oh, or can it like please that. have the disturbed lyrics, the down with the sickness, please? Oh, that's a great idea. Nice. There we go. All right. Coming coming soon, probably. Laura, look at an ear, down with the sickness. I like it. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Here. I don't want to lick a ear. Why? <laughs> oh, Why did this turn into that? D- doesn't he sing in the beginning of that song? Can you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Should we can say, can you hear that? You guys, that song oh, is mm-hmm. major ASMR for me. When he goes, "Oh shit!" Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> calm down, volume. All right, let's keep oh, going. Oh my god! <laughs> what if we just play that over Ooh. Human Centipede and he says, "Oh shit!" <laughs> oh, that would ruin it. Ruin it for her. Okay, all right. Well, you would be disturbed for sure. That's yeah. true. That's true. That's true. All right, all right. Uh, who are we at here? Uh, lastly. Please subscribe, rate, review our podcast whenever you're listening to it on. Uh, check it out. And that's it. So that's it from the Gold Room tonight. Happy Valentine's Day. Send <laughs> yes. your fucking significant other fucking earwax. Right. I don't know. Send some fucking chocolates and shit, you know. Um, hope everybody has a good fucking weekend. Uh, let's see here. It's been Conjecture and I've been Rob. And Laura. And Greg. 
Yeah, until next time, remember horror is subjective, so get your way. See ya. Bye. Bye.